0: The most action packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. The world's best subscription apps use Revenue Cat to power in app purchases, manage customer data, and grow revenue on iOS, Android, and the web. With Revenue Cat, I can easily see my most important metrics. What are those? That's install the trial. Trial the Paid and LTV. And now they have a new paywall feature that's going to make it easy for you to build high converting paywalls and, more importantly, A B tests without needing a new build. Learn more at RevenueCat.com. That, once again, is RevenueCat.com. Notix is an audience re-engagement service based on web and in-app push notifications that work for both desktop and mobile devices. With Notix, website, app owners, and marketers can share their content and interact with their audiences in a highly engaging channel while still having the opportunity to monetize both mobile and web subscribers. Learn more by visiting notix.co. That is... N-O-T-I-X dot C-O. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of AppMasters.com, and welcome to our weekly YouTube live streams where we break down what's really working in the app space and show you all the real data, not just the strategies, but the, st- the data behind these strategies to help you grow your business. And today I've got a phenomenal guest. I met her at App Growth Summit in San Francisco. She did a talk there. And I was like, Yulia, you have to come on because I am a fan of Replica AI and what they're doing in the AI space. She's grown multiple apps. She's the XCMO of Better Me, and she's scaled multiple apps to $1 million a month. And she's going to break down her framework to do just that. So without further ado, let me grab the things. <laughs> let's bring in Yulia Lennox. Julia, welcome Hi. to the show.
1: Thank you. Hi. That looked very nice. Thank you for <laughs> making me. So presentable here.
0: <laughs> well, I want to say I do. Go- Mimo's first. We got Mary here. Any app, huh? Let's go. Okay. So we have to touch the nerve. <laughs> Yopi, for once, I'm here in time. Good job, Jules. And then Anadi is here. So we got some people. Miguel, Nurex, Louise. good to see you. And then Top Cat Talent. Hello, Steve and everyone in the chat. And then... BND. I have six apps. No apps is scaling. <laughs> All right. Well, you're in the right place, my friend. Well, Julia, let's break it down. All right, before we think about scaling cuz you know, it's such a big number for me, 1 million dollars. I'm always like 1,000, 10,000 first and then figure it out. Are there certain things that you like to have in place before you hit that like gas, let's go button to really scale?
1: Uh yes, definitely. Right now, I'm scaling my force app that I will work at directly uh, to a million. And yes, it takes us about six months to start scaling uh, per se. And before that, you have to figure out some things, for example, how to set, set up your monetization so that when you put money into app, it actually brings you more money. And this is the main part to have everything ready for scaling. You need to make sure that your app is actually uh, in that Point uh, at that time. So uh, it should bring at least 30% over what you spend on it because you have to pay for store commissions and stuff so that you can do at least a zero. But uh, in general, uh, like most of the app can hit that goal pretty uh, fast. I do know a lot of apps that just uh, launch and start. Uh, putting money into their marketing, not knowing how to do that, and uh, that usually uh, like brings them to fails. But uh, when you know how to do marketing, when you know how to approach your audience, and when you are sure that your monetization works, there is no reason in the world that would stop you from scaling. And I've seen it in, on so many apps, and uh, basically. This is not rocket science. This is actually, uh, how it works. And, uh, yeah. So, um, obviously with better me, it was such a phenomenal app and, uh, it was ahead of its time. And we reached that, uh, uh, one million pretty fast. And this is why for me, that number is not. Uh, something uh, unusual because actually uh, there it wasn't any other goal rather than like we have to do a million, what else would we do? Like how would we do it? Uh, And then when I came to Eva Learn English, which is an amazing uh, language learning app, uh, it did take us some time to have it all set in place because also the audience wasn't U.S. audience because with U.S. audience you can do it uh, much faster. But also we reached it pretty fast. It was also like... uh, less than six months. Mm-hmm. And with Replica, of course, when I came here, we were already on almost on that level. So here the targets were bigger. So here you see that in a year we scaled to 4 million. Wow. It says three here, yeah. But in general, uh, it's it's easy to scale apps to any number that you want as long as you're ready to put money in it. And it won't be a money that you will lose. It will just be money that you invest into growth. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. So Nurex was like, what app?" Maybe I did a poor job of introing you, Yulia. Yulia <laughs> is the CMO at Replica, Replica AI. It's an AI companion app. Go check it out by just searching for Replica with the K in your favorite app stores. Yulia, you said, hey, monetization, as long as you get that right. Are mm-hmm. you looking for certain numbers like you know percentage of hey a good app you know to scale it to 1 million it needs to have i don't know 5% from install to paying subscriber are you looking at those numbers at all
1: no and to be honest uh I am one of those people who goes on vibes rather than numbers. So you I probably shouldn't, shouldn't listen to me. But yeah, I don't look at CPMs. I don't look at CTR, whatever. I know when it works, it works. So, uh, when you're doing, uh, your like pricing strategy or your monetization strategy, you should never look just at the numbers that you get like, uh, in conversions because it's all about scaling. And when you scale, you use, uh, performance marketing and you use user acquisition and if you can have amazing results but it's Two amazing results per thousand people. That's not how it should work. Like everybody should get a result that is good for them. For example, uh, with our new app Plush, uh, we tried doing the same strategy with, as we did for, with Replica. So in Replica, we only have one um, one uh, price tier, which is yearly, and uh, we decided to do it in our new app. And it's a new app, and nobody knows what it is, and nobody wants to pay that, and we couldn't break even with our marketing so we would like one uh yes yes yeah uh so one person uh, would bring us loss rather than uh gain in this point and uh what we did we uh introduced monthly subscriptions we tried weekly subscriptions and now we mm-hmm. see that the uh, uh ROI looks much, much better. So you have to choose which uh, which subscriptions will bring you the good fit with the uh, marketing that you're doing. I so see. basically, it doesn't make any sense, for example, to do A-B testing. Uh, basically, you have to roll it out to all of your users and then uh, see how it influences your marketing because you can do a lot of tests but then when it rolls out and uh, you do marketing and all your prices go up and you cannot afford to do marketing anymore this is when uh, you realize that it was a fail so sometimes especially at the point where you don't have much people in your app, you do need to just uh, risk it all and to try what works for other apps and or what you think will work and to see how it works with your marketing. And obviously, when I say your marketing, I do hope that you do it professionally you ch- don't just you know launch impression uh, campaigns and uh, think that this is marketing so basically when you have good creatives when you know how to target people and then you can uh, like have good monetization and try it and then you can scale yeah
0: i like it do you have a favorite channel that you like to start off with to Ooh. test your premise <laughs>
1: Definitely, definitely. I started in 2017 with uh, Facebook. And since then, I love them dearly. And I'm lucky enough to have key account managers that work with us. And uh, I have the best one ever. So uh, like, they do help with every question. I know that it's not a case for a lot of people. But uh, in general, uh, Facebook is so... uh, Meta is so amazing in uh, like spending less budgets and seeing the results quickly. And with all the integrations, it's it's easier to do it. And uh, basically with every app that I launched, it's always Facebook first and then everything else.
0: Is there a minimum spend or time that you like to give Facebook to test? Because you, you, you said you like the good vibes. So what, you know, how do you get the good vibes? What is the time limit or spend amount? yeah really
1: so i know and i know that like will probably sound very privileged but uh to be honest uh i've seen a lot of people that do like 20 dollars 10 dollars per day and then you you know that it doesn't work for them so for us when we launch a new app it's uh, usually at least a hundred dollars per day till we see traction but also remember that we have uh creatives that are already straight away that we know that uh, will be working so that it's not like we are just gambling with this money we know where what we are doing and then we spend money but like to be quite honest with you, usually it's like $500 uh, per day and we, we just uh, roll till we see some results because it, it makes no sense to not do it. Uh, cause if you spend $100 for a week, it will be the same results that you will see in two days if you spend. Math isn't math in, but you understand, like, <laughs> uh, like the same amount of people and it will uh, optimize better and it will uh, give you good results. And also for a lot of a lot, so many startups, they start doing marketing. And uh, when you launch Facebook and you get those first results for the audience that is the perfect audience. And they are like, oh, my God, we got 30 uh, cents per install and everybody is converting. We are going to uh, keep going like that and we are going to be, be millionaires in a day. And uh, <laughs> then the audience drops and the audience changes and, the, like, first results is not what, what real result, results are. So you have to get to real results to see the actual picture. You said you knew,
0: you know what creatives work. How do you yeah. know? What's great as
1: Oh, to be honest, um, in every marketer's life, there is a point, uh, when one of their creatives starts working. For me, it was 2017. I remember that day as if it was like today. Uh, we spent $60,000 in one day on one creative and it was like super profitable. And since then, uh, like all my life is chasing that feeling. It's basically like illegal substances, but in marketing. Yeah. And like with every, uh, with every company, this happens. Like you find this creative that works. And the more you do, and obviously you do a lot of testing, like we do, like we are now in a year, we tested. A very, very, uh, like, small amount of, like, over 1,000 creatives. So, mm. uh, like, and and it's not a lot. So a lot of people, like, test at least 50 per day, like, in big companies, obviously. So uh, when you test so much, you basically know what it works. But also, it's human psychology, and uh, when you look at them enough, you start realizing the patterns. And uh, obviously, you don't have to test that much uh, if you're just starting because there are people that do it for you. So you just go to all these uh, amazing apps that are doing it already. And uh, you just look at their creatives and you see what works for them because the more they do it, the more it works for them. And uh, basically, as long as you can see the patterns and as long as you can see which elements of creatives every other uh, company has... uh, um you can replicate it but also um obviously a lot of people have their own uh version of what marketing is like in their head because uh when i worked at coca cola uh, and i came to uh, it i was like i'm a real marketer i know what works i know what marketing is like i will show them how it should be done and you have like this ugly looking creatives and you're like oh th- this won't work ever and then you start like proposing your ideas and And you see that none of them work. So, and then you go and do what, at that point we didn't have anyone else who would do it. So we had to create it ourselves basically. But now you go and you do what everybody else does and you see why it works and how it works. So uh, you have to like tune down your own pride and you have to do what everybody else does in order to uh, get results quicker. So like uh, I see a lot of people that launch ads and, They look like they haven't seen their competitors doing Mm. much. And this is the biggest mistake you can also do to not see what other people that are already uh, competent in your sphere are doing. But if you are in a blue ocean, like, for example, Replica, is, this is obviously a much, much harder case because you don't have anyone to, like, go and look uh, into their uh, accounts and see what they're doing. So you do have to think about it yourself. It's more interesting. So there you have to just uh, uh, test stuff. But also it's uh, more rewarding as well.
0: Is it as simple as, like, looking at the Facebook ads library? I know TikTok has an ads library now. Is it as simple as doing that?
1: Yes. Yes, definitely. Like, uh, this is what I uh, teach my people that come to my team to do, like, at their first day. So you open the ads library and you, like... uh, or even at test task, I open the ad library of any app, and I say, like, you look at this three, four apps. Tell me every element that is the same at this four, uh, four ads, mm-hmm. and like, what would you do with, like, which uh, which of them you would use in your ad? And uh, this way, it's like uh, if you see similarities, you need to use them straight away because this is what actually works.
0: Yes. You want me to pick on somebody? Take a look at somebody?
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. We're gonna look at. Uh do um muscle booster or someone do muscle
0: booster fitness.
1: it's <laughs> like the it. easiest uh, like, like you you can definitely see it in uh in fitness because fitness is so um let's see you know so so many people are doing it.
0: Which one do you want me to go after? Um uh,
1: no it's the muscle booster uh-huh. uh Well-tech. Well-tech. Well-tech? well tech do well tech. Welltech? W E L L. Yeah. Yeah. They have anything.
0: Let's
1: see. Yeah. So basically, uh, here, uh, I think this is German. Me, give me six. It doesn't matter if it's German or or whatever. Right. Yeah, give me a second. Uh, yeah, ah, you can see it. Okay. So basically here we see that almost all of them are black and white. So mm-hmm. uh, we know that black, like we don't look at UGC because UGC has a different uh, like approach to it. So basically black and white words. Uh, you will see a lot of like this inverted uh, pictures. This is what I think they created, but it works really, really good. Okay. Uh, uh, no, inverted like... Over white. here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so okay. And this- you see the
0: muscles, the x-ray...
1: No, that's not like an x-ray. It's just something that grabs your attention because you don't see a lot of that mm-hmm. in your mm-hmm. uh, uh, feet. So this is all like you should, uh, when you look at creatives, you should think about how they look in your feet. And uh, yeah, so black and white, uh, inverted, obviously exercises. Exercises mm-hmm. are um, important and this is what usually works in the... Uh, In the ads sometimes they are um, drawn because a lot of people they don't like seeing like for example for me this uh guy here he Mm -hmm. I don't like him. I, I like instantly don't like him and I don't want to look at him. But right. for, 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 uh, for, uh, <laughs> pictures that are drawn, it's much easier to relate right. to it because you don't like, uh, associate yourself with this, uh, guy definitely. And, uh, like if you see that, like, for example, they put exercises in every each of their cre- creatives that then, and you have a, uh, muscle boosting, uh, app, then you should put, uh, exercises in each one of your creatives. Uh, when you have, uh, like, uh, like you see that you have a video on top and exercises on the bottom, then yeah. it, that it's a good one to, uh, to replicate when you see like, for, uh, also very, very important is the CTA. Uh, for example, mm. here, I, I don't know what is no no, this is not the CTA, like, From- I know a person who did the same mistake as well. Yeah, so, like, seven-minute workout for uh, manner, uh whatever. No, no, no. Up, yeah, for manner über uh, fifth. Yeah, Uh, so
0: (laughs) I don't know if it's over fifty or under fifty. That's
1: over. (laughs) So uh, basically, uh, what I also ask my girls usually to do is to go through all the uh, ads and to write down everything that this says. So, for example, uh, it's twenty-eight day challenge. It's seven minute workout. It's Mm -hmm. uh, whatever. Like, uh, do this, not that. It also works. So and when you put that, uh, it will be, uh, it will work because it works for them, but also because it works for everybody. I literally had a case where it was the same ad, like it would look the same as here. But on top, it would say either 28 day challenge, or it would say uh, number one app for losing weight, whatever. Mm -hmm. And basically, people hated the number one app, because for people, it's it always should be about them. And as I always say, like, you, you like get yourself out of your creative. It's always about people. So uh, when you talk about your app, when you talk about what you can find in your app, uh, this is not what they want. They want, yeah, this is the uh, slide from my presentation. And basically, if we look at the left side, there is a good example. So, it, This is what I want. Like, I, as a customer, this is what I want. I Mm -hmm. want to lose 20 pounds. I want to know how toxic am I. I want to Mm -hmm. become the most interesting person. And obviously, I want to know which type of depression I have. But when we look to the right, yeah, we uh, we see that, like... uh, train in your home and like click here and this is how our uh, how our app works and like i don't know you enough to invite you to my home yet and you're just an ad for an app i i, I don't know what you're like this is not about me this is about your app right. or like uh something about uh learning english in a new way um i this is not about me knowing english it's about learning the process of learning with your app that's right. that's not what interests me for me the result is the uh, the way to go and you can easily easily uh mess up the uh, left uh, the left one here yeah if you say number one app for uh, uh, losing weight or like uh, find out how toxic you are in our app or something about your app and immediately it becomes not a funny test that you will like uh, take Uh, yeah Mm -hmm. and basically uh, for yeah this is probably all I want to say like you need Get yourself out of uh, the ad, you need to become fully 100% about the person. And it takes, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's like a Harvard level lecture
0: on marketing, amazing content.
1: <laughs> this is definitely, to you. Uh, definitely the basics that everybody should know when they launch their marketing, uh, like uh, for their app, because. For so many people, it's like, oh, buy our shoe or like uh, yeah, do this. Really. It's 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 never buy our shoe. It's about how you feel in that shoe and how that shoe will, uh, uh <laughs> will look on you and how will you you will feel looking. In that shoe. Sorry okay. if I'm
0: distracting you. Or yeah, 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 a on bit. YouTube. So for those who are watching on LinkedIn or even Facebook, it it is always live on YouTube as well. Eric asked a great question video or static images, carousel format, do you have a good or bad or do you have a preference between all the different formats?
1: So it doesn't matter. Like literally there is no right answer ever. And for replica, for example, all our, our like best working ads are static now and obviously our key accounts are like oh you should add more videos and Couple of months ago, no, don't don't show our ads, please. I'm
0: not showing the ads. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do that to you, Julia.
1: Okay. I just you. want to show your website. I just hate it so much when someone looks at my work. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so basically, and a couple of months ago, it was all uh, videos, and it also worked great. So it's about the concept. It's about what you're doing. It's rather than video static. I. Like I personally hate carousels, So yes, that's a no on that. And like, if you can, don't do that. Uh, but in general, uh, you can do great static. You can do great videos. And I know that a lot of marketers are like, oh, but the video ads, they cost so much more. And um they do. And sometimes it's not the case. Like it's not the case where you would win only because you would have a uh, video. Ad. Sometimes it can work just as good with static as long as uh, you understand the audience. And as long as you like push the right buttons. And, um, uh, and also like for a lot of people it's uh, the uh case of uh, not being able to spend the money and th- like for us the tiktok creative challenge was a big uh, success okay. i don't know if you can enter it if you don't already spend money but like if uh, you have a big enough app you can actually enter it and uh, they do free uh creatives for you like all the tiktok people yeah they, they do creatives for you and as long as you spend at least some money on their creatives uh, they will uh, they will give them their uh, videos for free and i think this is what's gonna kill all the uh companies that are now charging to create those uh, ugc videos but in general also like uh let's be honest our first uh, tiktok tries i put my husband uh, on the line like did a video with him like he didn't want to show his face so I only showed, showed like his stature as a man because I needed man in the picture so like you definitely can do it I was uh, part of some uh, UGC in my previous job so like definitely uh, doing video UGC is a way to go for all platforms not only TikTok but also for Facebook because mm-hmm. we have the same videos working here and there and um, if you don't do it yourself if you don't try to film yourself and uh, like do your own UGC then you are not doing the right thing you should always try first and then pay people because to be quite honest with you none of the creators know how marketing works so as long as you don't uh, like give them like very clear instructions on what to do and you like um, like manage them, micromanage them uh, the results are usually like 50-50. So uh, if you know what you're doing, you are the only one who knows about your product, you know your user, you know uh, what it's all about. And uh, you can definitely do a better UGC than anyone else. So you will have a lot of video creatives only if you if you try. So for, like the biggest uh, advice here would be to not think that anyone knows anything better than you because uh, like obviously the marketing stuff you get into it but uh the uh the the product stuff you are the one who knows it best
0: i like it eric says how do you reach critical volume i know what you were talking about like 10 20 a day but with a small budget do you, don't you need 30 to 50 events in order to exit learning phase on meta
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, you need to fix your monetization before you scale. So basically, when you know that this traffic will definitely be ROI positive in, like, for me, it's like, everywhere i come it's usually first day so you can uh, like scale on like lower budgets and be profitable on your first day so when you know that this traffic is pr- profitable and it will come this money will come to you in a month then you don't have a problem like uh, like investing into it so mm-hmm. you need to fix that first if you don't have money that is coming to you on day one or uh if you know it is like if you have a trial obviously you know it's coming to you on day three uh then uh you you might never be ready to gamble that much to like start scaling your uh mm-hmm. your budgets but when you know that it will work and that it will like uh, Get your money if you get to that amount of events. Then I don't see why you won't. Like, uh, and this is always what happens for me. I also like I'm a gambler. Uh, I I do like slots, and I just came from Las Vegas and lost five hundred dollars, which I could have put into one (laughs) game, but okay. And uh, basically, uh, if you know that it works, you will. um, if, If I don't know. If I know that it doesn't work, that's the uh, right way to say it, then I won't put money in it. And like, uh, why, uh, if you don't want to scale it that much, that means that you know that this won't bring you money, then you don't need to scale. You need to make the app work the way that it will bring you money and or like whatever you're selling. And then you can scale to whatever you want.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Eric, Eric's very engaged. Okay, I hear rather... You need to spend about thirty k a month at least. I've not been able to do that.
1: No, no, definitely not. Okay. Uh, for example, with the tests that we are currently do, doing, tell me if I uh, if you lost me. Uh, for example, we are launching a new app, and our tests are like. Um, if I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm taking a little bit too much. So first months we spent like five k, and it uh, like and it, it's. Because basically what you do, you see if it works or not, and you see it at a certain level. For example, you spend 1K, you get all the p- uh, people that you want in your app, and you see how they're Uh, doing there, what are they doing if they're uh, converting or not and when you see that these people are not converting, you uh, look at what they're actually doing and you decide where to put the sales screen, what price to uh, charge and then you change everything in your app so that it actually, like you spend another thousand dollars, you bring another people, uh, another like batch of people and uh, this way you iterate and with each iteration you need to get to the point where people that you bring are bringing you the same amount of money that you spent on them and uh, like you don't you definitely don't have to start spending or like get into 30k without uh knowing that you will get this 30k back this is what a lot of agencies also do they're like oh we will start by spending 10k we will see how it goes and stuff no no you don't you don't need that definitely and uh like the only thing that you need to do is to iterate and to see what works for you and um like you know this uh, urban legends of like if you don't spend this amount or like that amount on Facebook it, it, then it doesn't like optimize for you no no that's that's not true
0: okay. uh, they,
1: they they work the same for everybody and also if you have that um, that moment where your creative actually works. Then you would see that all your uh, like traffic goals are getting uh, you're getting them super fast and super easy, and it also like uh, changes the way you spend them. Sorry, the sun is saying hello. Yep. Great multitasking. <laughs> point for you, yeah I like it.
0: I love it. I love it because it means a lot more coming from you, who spent sixty thousand dollars a day, saying like, "No, you don't need that much." When you said spend a thousand, are you spending it over a week? What time period are you spending that one thousand?
1: Uh, so basically it's, it's always the same procedure, for example, like if you don't have a big budget, that, that's mm-hmm. what works. So basically you uh, spend a little bit on installs and you see like how people behave and if they're paying or not. So like on installs, you don't know, uh, you don't need a lot of like, and also you're, you're cre- uh, testing your creatives if it's your first time launching ads. Mm-hmm. Uh, so There, we usually spend, like, $50 per day, like, up to 200, like, top stops. And then when you got, like, because you also need to test your creatives. And if you see that they don't work, you need some time to, like, reiterate them. So then when you get to that point where you do have, uh, like, enough data to see that it's not working and, like, you know straight ahead when it's not working, right? Uh, then you stop your marketing. It doesn't, like, break anything or it doesn't, like... It's better not to spend money when you know that you're not spending it profitably. So, and then when you fixed what you think was broken, then you start again. And also like, uh, you you can like test creatives in the meantime, but uh, it's always like, for example, sometimes creatives look super good uh, for installs, but then they don't work for optimization on purchases. So you do this small uh, patches. And obviously when you get to optimizations to purchases, your uh, budgets need to be ramped up. But, uh, in general, uh, this first, um, this first uh, setup phase, you shouldn't spend too much. And if you spend too much, you're doing it wrong. That's, that's for sure. Obviously, if you have all the money in the world, if you have VC money and that you can burn, you can uh, like spend thousands per day. But if you don't have them, you don't need them. That's for sure. Like, uh, at some point in my life, I did have VC money and we did spend like thousand per day on installs for an app that didn't monetize at all. Would I say that I learned something from that? No, definitely not. Because uh, like uh, people are like installs buying is super easy. Like if you don't have to get money from people, obviously you can get them to install and it won't cost you a thing because like you don't, you don't ask anything of them. But like then the retention comes in place and all the other things that you need to fix. And this is when uh, basically uh, you are screwed. Yeah, so uh, don't spend too much money. Iterate with the minimum budgets that you have. Don't think that uh, like if you spend more money, you will get better results. No, like if it's good results, like for example, Example and it's I think it's very relevant. Uh, when we test our creatives, we test them in a separate campaign where we have like even though our daily spend is like thousands and thousands of dollars, uh, we spend them on five hundred dollars and it's like for five creatives. And uh, this is what almost everybody does. So like if uh, if we look at that, that's not a big budget, but we still uh, spend very little part of our budget to test the creatives and we see if it works or not on that very small amount. So uh, definitely, definitely you shouldn't spend a a lot if you are not.
0: Yeah, just to recap, and I've heard the same thing because I'm very fascinated about meta, but like you have one campaign that's working, you know it's working, you don't mess with it, you create a new campaign if you want to test out the creatives and then move the winning creatives into the campaign that is already working there. Yeah, yeah,
1: Yeah, you know everything.
0: Well, no way. I'd like to talk to a lot of people. And that's why I feel like I, this is me for learning. I wanted to talk to you about how you set up that initial campaign. Is it and you know, we got a question from Polina as well along the same lines. Is it broad target? Oh, it's moving. Sorry. It's broad tar- is it broad targeting that you set up that initial campaign? Or do you rely on Facebook advantage targeting or you set up manually?
1: Uh, we do Advantage Plus campaigns that's, uh, that we started doing it and it works really good for us, but for, um, for, Testing. Let let me see because like I do have no. We do manual testing still. Yeah, it works for us. Like we used to do uh uh, like AAA testing, and it was also good. And we did a good case out of it. But then we had some hiccups along the way that we had to like bring down our uh, spend. And since then we are on manual, and we cannot say that it works worse than anything else. So yeah, we do just uh, broad targeting. Okay
0: yeah yeah what i've seen too and i would love your thoughts on this and i'm not saying this is the right opinion but you know we have a lot of clients where we are spending around three to five thousand dollars a month and what i found that and i have a screenshot of this but that broad targeting wasn't actually performing well so i almost feel like now again i need more data but i feel like more the manual targeting that i've done is outperforming the broad targeting that i let facebook with the same creatives too. what's your opinion on this
1: so uh, I don't know if you remember from my uh, presentation but it was uh, an advice for people that are starting their startups uh, like launching their apps and if what they're doing is um, has broad enough audience uh, to launch so basically you always need to check if your audience is uh, not only some um, Ha- hardcore like yoga people or hardcore Huberman fans or like something that is all around you but uh, like a-, a random woman in Costco wouldn't know what it is uh so uh for like it is important that there is a stereotype about your audience uh that is um known enough that everybody would know it so for example um is if you want uh, yes, yes, this is exactly. So, for example, uh this random woman in Costco, she would know that girls love horses, and this is she would know that uh that there are girls who are obsessed with astrology. So, like this is why uh astrology apps are doing very good. This is why my little pony is like the, the best thing ever. And like everybody knows that men love fishing. Like, this is a stereotype. It may not be true, it's may it may not be even like real. To, to you or to your audience, but we all know that men love fishing, and uh, this is why fishing apps can like charge one hundred and twenty. I think that there is one that charges one hundred and twenty per year. So uh, basically, when we are talking about um, targeting, uh, if you your audience cannot be found by broad targeting, it means that maybe you have uh, chosen. Niche a niche that uh, uh, rather than like big enough uh, space for uh, for scaling, but also also uh, why uh, manual targeting and like um, narrower targeting works because you manually help Meta to find uh, audience that might be interested in it. But it's a much, much uh, smaller audience. And when you spend like one key per day on it, okay, it will be good for, I don't know, 365 days or whatever. But then when you want to become number one uh, uh, app in the store, uh, it will... Gradually become more expensive and more expensive. And the amount of times that your audience sees your, uh, ads like grows. And, uh, if you're not charging, charging like insane amounts, then basically, um, you should, you should get out of that. You should be able to scale on a broad audience. Definitely. And uh, sometimes it's also a, uh, case of, um, creative as well. Like, yes, uh, you can do like certain creatives that will work on certain audience. And it's nice to find those creatives and it's nice to find that audience. But if you cannot l- just launch a campaign with a million dollar budget that would bring you like everybody in the world, uh, you need to find something that is relevant for everybody in the world, not just for that audience. And like, definitely you can find that even for a very niche app. As well. Just yeah, do you, for the a
0: campaign setup, do you set up if we were going manual targeting? Do you keep it in that ad group when you want to go broad? You just change that targeting and remove all the the targeting, or do you like?
1: I I don't do any uh, uh like narrow targeting. Okay. I, I or interest targeting anything. We always do broad. It's just manual.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah. And when you say broad, is it just like if I was targeting females of a certain demographic, that's it, right? Like yeah. you're like, hey, that's it. That's the broad yeah. targeting. Got it.
1: Yeah. And <coughs> to be honest. I was at a conference yesterday, uh, not yesterday, on Wednesday, and a guy from Duolingo was, uh, uh, like, talking. And uh, I know how how privileged it sounds, like, oh, yeah, I just do broad because our app is needed by everyone. And I'm like, hmm, because I, we used to be, like, competitors. And, uh, yes, I know that sometimes your app uh, needs narrower targeting, but also... If it's your app, like, and you don't need to be making a million, like, per se right now, it's also perfectly okay. Like, if I had my own app, I would be just as happy to scale it to 10k per month uh, as to a million. Because, uh, like, sometimes you don't need to be super relevant for everyone. That That's also, that can be the case.
0: Like it. All right, Julia, I want to break right here and get into the app audit side of the show. And hopefully you found a few because we like to start off every app audit with some dad jokes. Yeah, guys, if you guys want your app featured on a future live featured on a future live stream, we'll just go to com slash audit com. I actually do want to say this one real quick before we get into dad jokes. I'll give you a few more time. This is just, D1 said, this is just amazing. And then Mirren says, do you do any consulting? Because they're loving what they're saying.
1: I try not to, to be honest. I I just feel like, even even if people pay me, they they don't listen closely enough. They they don't do a lot. <laughs> yeah, like I, I used to do consulting, but it's so uh, overwhelming. Like you tell you you pour your soul into someone, and then they're just like, yeah, we will keep doing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I know. I feel the same way sometimes. I'm like, what do you need me for? I have said that before. I was like, what do you need me for then? <laughs> All right. Well, we'll take a look at. Whoops. Let me pull up the names. So we got Ali's app. Ali's app is Cuff right here. He wants uh, feedback on screenshots and then app monetization flow. Okay. <laughs> so it's a pretty basic screenshot, which I'm sure it's fine. It's a video chat where I guess you can chat with random strangers.
1: Here. Yeah. I, I, um, like when when this video chat uh app started uh coming up, I went to my key account and met and I was like how like how are they monetizing like do they know what they're doing like what's the point of them because like we all know aegaly and stuff and uh Rest in peace, Magli. Uh Yeah, and uh, basically, he said, like, they're all doing these apps and they're bringing a lot of people, but they don't know what to do with them. Like, what's mm. the ultimate purpose of them? Well, here we obviously see ultimate purpose. And I do like these screenshots because the let's call it, like, I'm not, I'm not trying to be rude or anything like the uglier, the screenshots sometimes it definitely works for creatives, but like it can work for your app. Mm. Uh, like the girls are super pretty. Obviously this is amazing, but I would like change the, um, what, what do you call it? Dimensions a little bit. Because yeah. I, it
0: looks a little like, yeah. stretched out. Could just like, be, yeah, I'm on the phone, but yeah.
1: I would understand why it works definitely. And uh basically yeah the there is there are ways to like improve it but at the same time if it works for you if you have a lot like uh, a big conversion then it can also work very good and i see why it can work so i won't give my comments here because uh I, I do believe that they work much better than we think they work. But yeah. if they don't, then obviously you need to do the, the like put the t- uh, phones on them and make it look like your screenshot. I don't know how uh, how Apple like let you do that. But yeah, definitely, definitely uh, interesting. That's why.
0: Yeah. I, I think so it. too. I think it's worth A-B testing. What yeah. I found is sometimes leading with the main keyword that you want to target. So if it's video chat, it does like that's, does perform well, especially if you're running like Apple search ads or ASO related stuff, just leading with the big keyword that you're trying to lean in with, which right here for you, Ollie, is video chat.
1: Yeah. And uh, like, obviously, I'm very sorry for you having to like uh, compete with Tinder and all the big guys <laughs> on the uh like talk call new dates meet but uh, yeah i hope that it works out this is where you need to definitely uh use performance marketing to scale for sure because you cannot just go and uh, so yeah all right let's take a look at the app i've got to do some dad yeah jokes so we'll do we'll do it right after <laughs> oh, we... i was so happy you forgot that but <laughs> <laughs> no eric
0: reminded me so he has a joke for you if you want to use it all right we'll take a look at ali's app Looks any good. thoughts right here
1: very pretty. I like it. I like yeah. this stuff. We have
0: seen, Julia, that, you know, they're sign in and continue with. Continue with one. It was about an 8% increase for one of our clients. I was like, I was leaning in to continue with. And I've been saying, try continue with instead of sign in.
1: Definitely. Definitely. It works much, much better. We, when we did this uh, uh, test on our app and we we used to have email only. And right. now we have everything and it works really good. Yeah, you should oh, definitely add uh, Google as well. Ooh, Which name okay, should I put in? <laughs> when, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know, not mine. Uh, so basically, here, uh, what can I say? Like, I say it to all the people when I, when I see their apps. People don't like uh, screens where they have to do more than one task. So, yeah. if you put it into five screens instead of one, uh, it will be better for you. Definitely. But, oh, the birthday one, that's a fail, definitely. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because, like, press on it. Yeah, you have to like search for here. That's not. That's not okay. No,
0: I want my real birthday. That is the right year. Mm. Let's put January first.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have to scroll. At least make it so that you don't scroll. Um, mm. this, this doesn't look like something like, I would think that this is just a picture. So, um, yeah, it would definitely stay the, uh, like you need to make it look like more, uh, more interactive and you should definitely put one screen, one, uh, point of interest use location to approve.
0: Oh, and I could have could've...
1: that in the, oh, that's, yeah. yeah.
0: This is buried. You should have just asked for it, but yeah. I'll say, well, uh, okay.
1: Okay. Oh, so like,
0: sure. That's going to get me to run into too many people.
1: That, that, that is not very, Oops. nice, uh, nice uh, co- co- contrast there. Like, you should.
0: Yeah, yeah, this is pretty bad. Well, it- it doesn't look as bad on my phone, but yeah, I know i the
1: yeah, same. But ones. in general, like if this is your style and this style can definitely work, but just the contrast, like on one of our apps also, like we saw that just changing the contrast uh, in our uh, email part, like it's saved all our funnels. So yeah. And look off premium fixtures Certain per week. That's a good one. Okay. Okay. That's not.
0: A uh, good. What's a good one?
1: Thirteen dollar per week. That's yeah. a lot of money. Okay, but maybe you get something there that is interesting. Can you close this one or do? You
0: yeah, a... I can. Uh-huh. can. I was thinking like for this because it's more of a social dating app. Maybe having some social proof has worked. I know a previous live live stream. Leo was talking about. And I have the visuals, but how. One of the dating apps that she was working with called Jigsaw added more social proof, like see what our members are saying, and mm-hmm. that increased their subscriptions. So think about an uh, uh, app it, like this; you might need some social proof here.
1: Is uh, is this all of the onboarding that we get?
0: I think so. So let's uh-huh. see. Uh, no, no, unless
1: you have to.
0: I can schedule a call. <laughs> Should we? <laughs> Should we do it right now?
1: uh oh please no <laughs> um, let's see what happens because what if it's a guy like you? <laughs> yeah. so you uh, definitely need to show like especially if it's real people there you need to show that there are some pretty people there and like yeah. we know why people use them so just like when you say that you're interested in women you should be like oh we have this this these women here and like that. that would definitely uh increase the conversion
0: do you have any thoughts on this? Like what we've seen from sources like RevenueCat, Adaptee, Superwall, Three Plans generally is the highest converting one. Do you have any thoughts on this? Because he's only doing I, weekly right now.
1: Um like, weekly, we, we all know this. Uh, like, I know a lot of companies that can't uh, get off the needle of weekly because it's uh, a lot of, like, uh, rebills. And uh, sometimes it gets you to higher LTV than months and stuff. And uh, here, you know that you probably won't use this app for so long. You will need it for a year or yeah. – and like. Obviously, if you do, then you need to have these options inside of the app, and this is also a good way to like monetize for for people that are ready to spend that money. Uh, but uh, for me, I uh, I am a strong believer in one price, obviously, and uh, uh, for the longest time we had only one price in most of my app apps, but um, there is uh, because. Let me, let me uh, formulate it. So basically, when you have a lot of prices, you, if you're an app that a person knows that it, uh, he will use for a longer time, for example, when you're a language learning app or when you're a fitness app, you know that you won't uh, reach your goals in a week. You know that you won't learn English in a week. So there, it makes sense for them to uh, pay for a year. And uh, this is why they choose year. And this is why you can do profitable user acquisition because you have all these like monthly costs that are just on top and you are optimizing towards a year and towards a higher price that like uh pays for your marketing but when we're talking about apps that are uh not something that you would enjoy for more than like a week or you don't know that you would enjoy it for more than a week uh this weekly subscriptions is the way to go or like monthly subscriptions is the, is the way to go and if you put those three prices uh Um, you will see that you won't, like, this is what I'm testing now in Blush, and I see that 90% of subscriptions is weekly. And uh, if you you have uh, good enough retention or good enough, like, rebilling rate, uh, you will get to a point where you are profitable. But, like, having three options when you know for sure that there won't be any yearly subscriptions and it will just piss them off, uh, that's... uh, that's something to think about so in this case i would go with week definitely because um, you are not ready to pay for a year and there there is there won't be any yearly subscriptions so why why would you
0: okay i like it sometimes i like to do decoy i like to have the weekly be the lowest cheapest price because some people are going to ask get that and then obviously certain categories weekly is preferred over yearly like julia said and then i like to use a monthly as a decoy and then yearly as you know, and yeah, and
1: we, yeah, there's o- obviously like these price points that yeah. you, like, this is why we have lifetime for $300, which is like, nobody should buy, but some people do uh, as well. And, uh, like this works, but sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. So yeah, you, you you need to test. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: You need to test. And sometimes they having more options actually lowers the LTV. So, you know, mm-hmm. you, it's just a math game. All right, Julia, I want to make sure we're good on time. How are you on time? You have a hard stop. Go a little bit over. We're almost at ten.
1: Perfect. I I don't have any.
0: I do have a dad joke. Do you have a dad joke too?
1: I can have a dad joke, but I don't like. uh, I don't like it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Let's see who somebody has it. Uh, Somebody has a dad joke for you in the comments. Mm -hmm. So I forgot where it is, but I'll find it. All right, here we go. Here's mine. Mm -hmm. Julia, did you hear what happened to the wooden car?
1: No, what happened to the wooden car? It wouldn't go. Oh. There you go.
0: <laughs> All right. All right. Well, so Somebody had this. Where is the dad joke? Okay. Eric had a dad joke for you. Okay. You want to use Eric's? Yes, right. please. Okay. You go for it.
1: What does a ghost say when it sneezes?
0: What? A boo.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so bad. All right. What I love that do? jokes, but I'm not at that point of my life where I <laughs> am. I'm sorry.
0: Put <laughs> as if you thought my joke was better, but why if Yulia's borrowed joke from Eric was better. All right, Yulia, I want to go fast on some of these quick fire questions for you. Uh, all right, here we go. Any opinion on Apple search ads?
1: oh i can can i do ads uh can i do like uh, advertising for my agency this sure. is not my agency mm-hmm. i just recently started working f- with uh, guys called asapti and they are amazing. No, they're amazing yeah and uh like literally i i don't believe in search ads i don't like i hate them like i wouldn't touch them with like i tried so many times to get into that but uh, i'm just not uh, wired for that uh, and i'm so happy that i found someone who is. Interested in that, to be honest, and uh, like uh, we usually just do brand, we don't do like generic. But uh, with them, they were able to like scale our brand uh, ROI like ten times or something. So uh, like it, even though it sounds like just an ad, like literally, I'm so grateful for them uh, because I don't have to do it on my own. So yes, uh, opinion on search ads: hate them, wouldn't do them, but you have to do them to uh, protect your brand. So yes, you have to do it.
0: Comment on retargeting campaign. Worth it?
1: Uh, I don't do retargeting, and I don't know anyone at mm. this point who does retargeting. To be honest, oh, yeah, it may, may may work for e-commerce or stuff like that for apps that are um, big enough. Like when you ha- like when all of the world is your audience, uh, you need to get to it when you are like re- like literally used everything else, like, and like there that. is a lot of things to use.
0: Eric's got a lot um, of questions. He's getting a lot of value. Eric, yeah. you should be tipping. <laughs> okay eric says comment on starting with awareness campaigns first so the install campaigns first then conversion campaigns does meta really learn better your audience if you i've heard like that?
1: about that i've heard about that i've heard like i think it was uh something at the conference or somewhere but they talked about that yeah. uh or or they Like offered to do a test like that, but basically no, I don't believe in that, and uh, I, I like, I don't even believe in install. Like, I'm sorry, this sounds like a you know preaching, but like uh, for sure, um, people people don't remember what they see online. I can't remember one word from any ads that are shown to me that are not in my realm of like uh, app ads that I look at for for marketing reasons. So uh, awareness campaigns are um an interesting way to talk about your brand if you're a coca-cola if you're not a coca-cola awareness campaigns is just uh putting money into nothing
0: but you do you, you when you say you don't believe in installs do you start with like
1: yeah yeah i activation? do start with installs yeah okay. definitely. like when i well when i launch a new app or or like when it like so once a year maybe so then after that it should always be only optimization to money yeah.
0: And then
1: we got. What the, strategy? Uh so strategy. If any? Uh, to be honest, uh, like I don't have any. I I like when we were working with uh, Eva Learn English, where you had like to have a lot of countries. It was like rather interesting and stuff. And then with uh, Replica, uh, because we were the only per, uh, the only app on the market with uh, AI, yeah, we I were, like we were like definitely. Like For the longest time, we were first on AI um, keyword, Mm -hmm. and that was bringing us a lot of traffic. So when ChatGPT happened and when all these ChatGPT skins happened, uh, it caught us pretty bad. But in the same time, um, I wouldn't say that um, ASO is something that you can get... A lot of money from. I, I saw your post. I think I saw your post, right? Okay. That you found some ASO keyword that started working for you. But uh, to be honest, like when when you're doing something in a very like uh, specific niche, obviously, obviously this works. Obviously, this is very important. But when you're doing something where you are like date meet or whatever, uh, yeah. In, yeah, that's not gonna work for you, by the way. And also, what, what that guy from Asap told me. Your ASA that doesn't work for your ASO. No matter what the the ASA guys told you, tell you. So basically, when you do your Apple Search Ads, and you're thinking that you are doing so so much for your ASO, no, you're not. This is all.
0: Well, they're independent. Like ASO is not ASA is not going to help ASO.
1: And everybody was telling like me that. Definitely,
0: definitely works for USO, but no, it yeah, doesn't. It, doesn't. it um, does in a sense if if it's a brand like one of our clients, it was a branded keyword that they want like a replica, right? Like if you guys were trying to get launch a new app and you want to blush to rank number one, two for replica, then th- there might be some learnings there. But mm-hmm. I think it works if you're not indexed for a keyword that you really want to be indexed for or yeah. try for that. All right, Eric says, have you ever tried the meta av- the messenger advertising on Meta? It didn't work for- well for us, but it looked nice
1: i know a lot of people that tried it and uh tried to try to get how it works and i don't know any who who would so uh basically i know that for a lot of people it works i see on twitter all the time that somebody like cracked it up or something but uh for a person who hates when somebody messages them uh, i i i do prefer that uh, i don't bother my people with that uh-huh. yeah
0: all right. And Brandon, I'll answer your question really quick. When you say creatives, do you mean the app store page or the ads? And typically- when it's
1: creatives, I mean, creatives in the ads. Yeah. ads. Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay. Let's take a look at Hamza's app. Hamza's got a GPS app and he wants help with his ASO here.
1: Oh, I like, to be honest, I don't understand um, Google Play eh, so is, at yeah. all. Well, I know you have to run Google Ads so that you like, oh, you have sen- played sensor-, sensor Tower. Wow. you No,
0: I don't, I don't pay for them. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <I know. laughs> this is the free plan. But I wanted to just see where their short description looked like and I can't see it on there. So, I can lead with this real quick and we'll make it quick. I agree. I I think you need some Google Ads install campaigns, especially if you're dominating in Nigeria, Philippines. You might want to run campaigns because you can get pretty low cost installs. But then I don't know what your monetization is. So, go back and listen to what Yulia said about making sure your monetization is correct when you are trying to run some ads. With ASO on Google Play, I've actually, we have a lot of big clients who are running a lot of UA campaigns in Google and the ASO hasn't really just gone up, even though the investment in the paid UA has gone up. And so I'm starting to feel like, kind of like what you said, like, look, obviously you have the right keywords, GPS, navigation, and maps. But for me, if you're not going to spend any money on marketing, which it doesn't seem like you are, I would try to start in the niche first and foremost, if you're purely reliant on being ASO side of things because a lot of people are going after the same keywords and you're just not going to beat them from a competitive level because they already have downloads they already have the revenues they already have a brand right so if that's the case and i just put for gps navigation you're try- you're never going to beat these guys so try to find something different beyond that that and it's a lot of keyword research so the post that i put out one of our apps was doing nothing for the whole entire year i found the right keyword updated the title, got it to number one, we're now starting to make money. But that's because I'm constantly doing keyword research and finding the niche that nobody's paying attention to. And it is a motivational quote app. And so it is a very competitive market. And and I found the right keyword that nobody was paying attention to. So that's what you're going to have to do if you're going to be purely reliant on ASO.
1: You should copy the uh, marketing of manifest. They're doing very good.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know them. (laughs) We talked about them. I was like, where is this coming up? All right. All right. Let's, uh, let's get through the last questions from your slides. Is there any other point that you want me to hit on? I mean, I like this Uh, slide. The
1: the main slide, the first one is the, like the one that I cannot stress enough, uh, the, about John Yusheh, who, uh, told it to us at VidCon and, uh, basically, um, People in the US, uh, their reading level is on the level of an eighth grade, which is 15 year old or 13, I think. And if you start using big words to people, uh, they will stop listening to you. And this is why always go to, like when you do your copy, always go to ChatGPT and ask to simple it down, ask to mm-hmm. make it lighter. I have girls, uh, and for us, obviously, English isn't the uh, main language. And uh, like, and they know English really good and they try to use this big words that they read in Jane Austen novels or whatever. And when I see that, I'm like, no, please let's talk to people as they like to read stuff. So, uh, you do need to be talking to a 15 year old in your, uh, 60 year old, uh, user. So they, they don't like big words. Like th- there is a reason why, uh, whatever wall street journal or, or new york times is uh, a dead uh, industry now because they were too smart for like they're a niche product and we don't want to be niche we want to be as broad as we can yeah,
0: I like it. ali's here too he said hey uh hey all we weekly after weekly's purchase we offer a more a la carte purchase to people who subscribe i like it different monetization mm-hmm. strategy thanks for the feedback agreed on boarding can be more aesthetically pleasing Okay. Like yeah. if,
1: it's not always about aesthetic. Have you seen Strava? They are like ugly. Let's be honest, but they're still doing six million because it's all very structured and like one, uh, like all, the biggest advice is one screen, one point of uh, data for the user, and it will be much better from then. And adding some pretty girls.
0: <laughs> I like it, Julia. I hate to tell you, but you did lose on this one. And so I don't know what you owe me. Yeah, but you do owe me something
1: and that wasn't how it was played. <laughs> Today, not was losing, you know
0: <laughs> it is called a sap D for those who are familiar, a sap, I think it's SAP D. They need to change it. It's just A S and... A N
1: B T Y. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You're gonna have to Google. I can't even Google it properly. A S A P Y? P-T-Y? Is that P-Y. what it is?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's it. ASAPTY. So that's what the Seva says as well. And then I think Yulia could be business partner. Okay, Eric says I think Yulia could be from the same country as my wife and business partner.
1: I'm from Ukraine. Support Ukraine, please.
0: Okay. And we're dumb here in the No,
1: US. no, that that's not at all about being uh, like less intelligent. Like to be honest. Uh, Like, I used to be a very smart kid and, uh, like, read all the time. Now, I like, I'm so overwhelmed and so stressed that the moment I see something, like, super uh, complicated, I want to get as far away from it as possible. I want to simplify my life. Like, I de-stress by watching TikTok. I want to, like, degrade. So, like, people are in that state of mind when they see your ads. When, like, so they need to be relaxed. And when they see big words, they... Start stressing again, so we don't want that. We want to, them to be like as relaxed as possible.
0: Okay, let's see if we can answer questions in. What we would say? Fifteen seconds. All right, Yuli, I'm going to give you fifteen seconds to answer all questions. Eric says, "Is a ninety day row ask real realistic? If spending fifty to hundred dollars a day,
1: you should do one the no one day rows like like." Make sure that you're uh, like I know I know a lot of people and a lot of uh, companies base their business on like six months or not nine ninety days errors but uh in every uh niche in every segment in every uh, company you can do day one ROS if you are especially if you're spending like 50 to $100 a day you need to find something that works for you on $100 to be profitable since day one Other way how are you going to bootstrap like if you don't have any um, any investment you need to find a way to make money like, straight ahead. Like, if you have a, a trial, get rid of the trial. Start making money, like, straight away. Like, uh, make your onboarding as appealing as it can be. Uh, off, like, uh, again, about uh, like, from the presentation, like, don't show the slide. But generally, people like imagining things. Don't tell, like, if you are selling, for example, uh, Okay, fishing. Uh, If you're selling fishing places, tell them, like, don't tell, show them like that you have five fishing places in their area. Show them that they will be the best fishermen that they will uh, catch a carp that is this big. Like, don't tell them what they will find in your app. Tell them that, uh, like, yeah, so
0: sorry. (laughs) Yes. Okay.
1: So basically, you see all these sales screens. They don't tell you that they uh, will uh, like uh, give you the fasting plan, uh, like, and they will tell you to not eat for three days, or they will tell you that uh, like to do Pilates or whatever. They literally say unlock everything. Let people run their imagination. If if they imagine that they will have something amazing in your app, then they will treat your app as if there is something amazing there and obviously we all want to pay for something amazing so basically what like look at this uh, unlock everything screen and think about it when you are thinking like uh, payment screens like uh, you should be achieving everything with our app like you will achieve everything and this way you can sell more and this way you will be profitable since day one.
0: Okay I let's see Polina says I saw that a lot of apps do web to app funnel. Can you break down how to set goals in Facebook for in-app purchases and subscriptions?
1: Um, So uh, yes, this is a very big thing now. And this is something that we are trying to uh, get very, like obviously fitness did it first and they're doing amazing on it. And this is something that everybody should um, invest in, but, but, uh, they not all of them have this uh privilege of having the day one RO, uh, ROS as uh, as it can be in the apps because uh with all the biggest uh, companies that i talk to uh their um break even time is around one year because you don't do the same uh pricing as you do in the app. And uh this is why uh it is much, much um harder to get to the point of uh break even. And also uh obviously there are some pluses in it because you don't have to pay commission, you can do uh, like longer onboardings, you can ask as many questions as you want, and you have more uh signals, but uh but it is, like, for me, this is something that is, like, long-term and we don't invest too much in it because uh, I uh, cannot afford it right now. But in general, yes, this is something that everybody should be doing. And, uh, uh, like, if you have the opportunity, if you have front-end de- developers, if you are tough in uh, health and fitness niche, you should definitely be doing it. No questions even asked because uh, it is harder to... um to think of questions to think of the funnel for something that is not fitness related but people still do it and it still works very good and uh obviously like you don't lose as many people as you do when you do ios marketing uh, i don't quite understand the question about uh, breakdown how to set calls on facebook for in you know purchase subscriptions i think uh, she's
0: talking about like you know how like you can do per installs and start trials Like, what's the ultimate goal within facebook for a web to app campaign
1: uh i think there's pixels that do that i like uh i have a special person who runs that to be honest but uh i i I don't i don't still don't see the the the, i don't understand the question i'm sorry Uh, if you could like maybe yeah
0: Alina, we got a video coming up from yeva we clipped it from our live stream and she breaks down web to app campaigns and you you could probably get some data there but she says look you you're really optimizing for the click and then grabbing all the data within cookies once they land on your web to app campaign and that the cookies and the data you get from that you can then use on your facebook campaigns so the video
1: web to app not web funnels
0: yeah she's saying web to app but yeah Ah, oh sorry
1: sorry, guys
0: five live says steve dummy so Localization question for the description: Does it need to be in that localization language, or can it be in English if it's if in the states? So I think he's trying to talk about like Five Live. If you're saying like the U.S. App Store indexes nine different localizations, if you're trying to optimize for the U.S. App Store keyword rankings, you can leave it in English. But I normally say with localization, start with one language, one country first and foremost, because you can spend a lot of money, do all the different localizations, and not see any ROI improvement on it. We have a Somebody indie developer is gonna be coming on and he's in Germany and he focused on one localization Germany, obviously, because he's German, but he's seen success there and now he's starting to really break away and see if he can start capturing a, a new market. Okay.
1: But, yeah, localizing uh the uh keywords is something that works really good if you also awesome. <laughs> All right, guys.
0: Well, I know there's a bunch more questions that I did not get to. So, Felina says, can you give app marketing resources to follow advice? You're on it. Stay on this channel, all right? We go live every Friday. We got a bunch of videos as well. We got over 31,000 subs on YouTube. But app masters, that is the channel. I mean, there's a lot of other great resources like SubClub and things like that. But, yes, you're on the right channel as well. How do we get access to the slides? Do you want to give them access?
1: No, no, yeah, I'm, I'm still not right. proud of that presentation. That's not. not <laughs>
0: Here's how you do. Rewind, take screenshots. That is it. I did I did something like that and I was like, pain in the butt. I never will do it again. <laughs> we'll go to more events. Julia, anything I missed before I finally let you go? Uh,
1: it was so much fun. Thank you. I like it. Uh, talking apparently Okay. no
0: thank you so much we had a lot of great comments in here as well and like yulia said she is from ukraine if you guys want to support i will be donating as well even though you i want yulia but i will donate as well it is u24.gov.ua that link is also linked up in the youtube description as long and for those who are listening to the podcast on your favorite podcast app as well
1: and, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. And like actually uh, regarding consulting, I always do that when I perform somewhere. So uh, if you send me a screenshot of uh, your donation to United24, uh, I can answer one of your uh, marketing questions, especially for your app. You can uh, message me on LinkedIn and I will definitely um, help you with whatever you need. That's really cool. All right the
0: Yulia, if the audience wants to connect with you in any other way do you want to send them to the, your linkedin is that yeah,
1: definitely. Uh, if you don't sell me anything then yes definitely <laughs> because you, you have no idea like i, I didn't mm-hmm. know it would be so bad uh, when i moved here that like everybody just wants me just uh,
0: yep i so love it so. yep. there yeah. it is thank you julia thank you steve love this one thank you and eric says thank you for your for this perspective Thanks. aspirational identity all right I think that's it. All right. Well, Yulia's LinkedIn profile is linked up on your favorite podcast app and YouTube description and all that jazz. So go make that donation. And next week, we're going to talk all about AdMob. I know there was a question in here about getting downloads and incorporating ads. Be there next Friday and every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific for here on this channel. Yulia. thank you so much for coming thank on you. and doing this. Thank
1: you, everyone. Yeah. Thank you guys
0: for watching. I'll see you on the next video. Tired of overpaying for app store optimization? Get unlimited ASO and app marketing support to increase your keyword rankings, downloads, and more importantly, your revenue. Learn more at asomasters.com. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content,
1: check out appmasters.co.